Hi, everybody. I'm Steve Goldstein, and thank you so much for taking the time here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. We are presented by SIDES, which is a foundation helping children and family in the battle against pediatric cancer. You know, I know David Lister personally. He puts in so much of his time, energy, and effort to help so many that need it. SIDES helps to fund and fight children's cancer. You can find Dave Lister on how you can contribute and help out and donate on Facebook and on LinkedIn. And brought to you by Ken Marr. His bottom line is Ken, a personal friend of mine, been with the podcast since the beginning. He's just one of the best people I know. That's the bottom line. He's now a senior vice president at JLL, a Fortune 500 company. Ken specializes in industrial properties. Four decades in the business, so we appreciate his support here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. Let's get right to this episode. Hi, everybody. The Panthers are halfway home. Eight down and eight to go. Unbelievable the run this team is on, and once again proving their mettle in a really tight, tough Game 5 in Toronto where a 2-0 lead went away uh, in the third period. looked like the Panthers might be able to close it out, but real nice move by Nylander there, good fake, and he was able to flip it by Bobrovsky. But once the Panthers got that game to overtime, uh, you had to feel very confident in this Panther team because they are incredible in overtime. They went 24 years this franchise, 25 years, without winning a playoff game in overtime. And, of course, the heartbreaks in 2012 against the Devils, 2016 against the Islanders. And then Ryan Lomberg scores in overtime in Tampa, and the Panthers haven't lost an overtime game in the playoffs since. They have clinched their last two series in overtime, and incredibly against Toronto and Boston, they are 4-0 in overtime in the last eight games. Just just remarkable. And for Nick Cousins, uh, who you know has had an incredible run here playing the best hockey of his career, Panthers giving him an opportunity to play with Bennett and Kachuk. He's fit in with those guys. Paul Maurice, when he put them together, I talked to him about it, and he said he's got the hands to play with them, and he's proven that. You know, he scored some goals, and of course the patience he showed. A lot of players would shoot that puck earlier. A lot of players... Would have dumped it off to Bennett. Uh, but it's great to see Cousins get the series clincher. And Radko Gudis make the play in his own zone. And then middle lane drive to the net to uh, to get that screen in front. So Cousins and Gudis, it's fitting. Two guys that do a lot of the physical work, do a lot of the dirty work. Uh, they, they combine to win the series for the Panthers. And, and think about it. Panthers knock off Boston, the best regular season team ever an original six team. They knock off Toronto, a top five team, pretty much every year in the regular season, an original six team, and they eliminate both of them in their home buildings in overtime. Just incredible. Uh, One of these days, we will get a series clincher here in South Florida. Did not happen yet for the Panthers. It did happen, though, for the Miami Heat on Friday night, and the first time ever that teams from the same market have clinched on the same night to go to the conference finals. Just uh, incredible stuff in South Florida, and incredibly, both do it as the number eight seed. Uh, the Panthers, you know, with that late run, thanks to Alex Lyon making the playoffs, and, you know, it's really time to give Paul Maurice tons and tons of credit because every button he's pushed from staying with Lyon late in the season to making the change when he did in the playoffs. So Nick Cousins jumping up on that line. Um, 
to the Panthers sticking with their same defense core even at times during the regular season when you know they were giving up a lot of scoring chances. Uh, they, they kept the pairs together. They remained very calm, sticking with Anthony Duclair on the Barkoff line after coming back from injury uh, and even starting the playoffs. It was a little quiet for the Duke the first four games or five games, and he's been pretty much picking up points, and if he's not scoring them like he did in the Game 3 at home against Toronto, he's setting it up like he did the Verhage goal in Game 5. Uh, you know, Duclair has picked it up, and just being very calm, putting Lundell back with Reinhardt, making a third line that's really smart, four checks. You just have to give Paul Maurice uh, a lot of credit, and he keeps this team loose, you know. And I think Matthew Kachuk's a big part of that. You know, Kachuk, you knew what he was when he was advertised, when he came in. He's better than he's better than that. And it might not even be close. Matthew Kachuk is like Alexander Barkov. Don't look at the score sheet all the time. And when you really need a big goal, he was there for it in Game 5 against Boston and some others. In this series, Barkov and Kachuk, the job they needed to do was not allow that great Toronto explosive offense. You thought the Panthers liked to run and gun last year? Toronto loves to run and gun. Not let it get loose. Not let that explosive offense get loose. And that meant two guys with some of the best hands in the NHL, um... Two of the best board battlers in the NHL. Barkov's number one. He walks off the wall with the puck just about every single time. You know, control that puck. Make sure it's deep in their zone. Put pressure on the defense. And mainly, don't get into a game where Tavares and Marner and Matthews and Nylander start having fun. And they're able to go up and down and make it easy on them. And I thought both those guys, uh, the points were meaningless to me in the series because... When they play the way they played and Bobrovsky plays the way he plays, you don't need many goals. And they got enough guys that can score. They have guys all over the roster that can score. As tonight proved it, good on Aaron Ekblad. He's been picking up points. He's playing very good hockey. He and Forsling, really terrific. So, for the first time since 1996, the Panthers are on to the Eastern Conference Finals. We're still awaiting the exact time and days because... They don't want to announce anything until it gets a little further in those Western Conference series. They want to, in the ballpark, keep them matched up. So both teams here are going to get a rest. Carolina won their series in overtime, ironically enough, on Thursday night. Panthers did it Friday night. They're both going to have multiple days off. Obviously, Carolina's home, but not exactly a tough travel situation for the Panthers. And it's going to be an interesting series. You know, Carolina earned the right to play the Islanders in the first round and then the Devils. And by the way, Devils had, but same number of points as the Maple Leafs, so not discounting New Jersey. I just think the Panthers rode as far as battle-tested teams, talent, explosiveness, uh, you know, what turned out to be goaltending, because Joe Wall is a heck of a goaltender for Toronto. Um, I think the Panthers are just much more battle-tested. That, that's my opinion. Uh, they played one more game. Carolina went six games against the Islanders in the first round. The Panthers went seven. Uh, both teams went five in the second round, um, you know, and got their series done. So, you know, Carolina's a tough team to play against. They're in your face. You have to be patient. They've been knocking on the door for years. They've got to be thrilled. Let's call it what it is. They don't got Shesterkin and the Rangers and their talent. There's no Boston. There's no Vasilevsky in Tampa, the great machine that they've been. Now there's no Toronto. And maybe, just maybe, like... 
I'm sure Boston did, and I still think Toronto did, especially those first two games at home. Maybe they take them a little lightly, and that would be obviously a huge mistake. Panthers will go in there for games one and two. They have not lost a road game incredibly since game one against the Bruins. They've won six in a row. Um, overall, they're on a great run. They've won seven of eight. Their only loss was the 2-1 game against against Toronto at home. And uh, it's incredible from where they were five months ago, from where they were, you know, six weeks ago, that the Panthers have as good a chance as anybody to win the Stanley Cup. Let's just say what it is. And if Sergei Bobrovsky plays the way he did in the Toronto series, you could call the Panthers the favorites. The way they play on the road, the way they play in overtime and the goaltending that they're getting, and with the high level that guys like Barkov and Kachuk are playing at, and the fact that they are now comfortable in these tight, low-scoring games where for years they, they couldn't or didn't want to play that way, it's, uh, it's amazing. So plenty more in the podcast. Stick with us all the time. Spread the word. Subscribe. Uh, tell your friends. Leave reviews. Our producers, Brett Markowitz, couldn't do without him. And we'll talk to you the next next time. It's the Panthers and the Hurricanes in the Eastern Conference Final. Please stick around and uh, listen to a message from our great sponsors. Without them, the podcast would not be possible. Time to take a moment out to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma, and she beat it, and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund children's cancer research and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDES and does so much for those families. So I encourage you to help out. Check out SIDES on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. Uh, everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763. That's 954 954- 594-5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the SIDES Foundation. Well, I want to tell you about Ken Morris because he's been 33-plus years in the business, a stand-up guy, and recently joined JLL as a senior vice president. Now, JLL is with number 185 in the Fortune 500 list, and Ken specializes in industrial properties, warehouse and manufacturer. He handles complex transactions. And the bottom line is, and I know this about him, you're the most important asset. You know, he takes care of his clients. That's what really drives him and keeps him in the business. And he absolutely loves it. He works with Fortune 500 companies and startup companies as well. So any needs that you possibly have, I could tell you this, Ken Morris is the guy. And he's been nice enough to support this podcast right from the beginning. So He's also got a pretty keen eye. Give him a call, 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400 for Ken Morris.